Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and Ozzy and Rock 102. It is the Bax, Dave, and Steve show. No, it's not. What? Get it right. Well, whatever. You're second. I'm uh, third. Be, see, it sounds better the other way, but... No, Listen, it actually sounds... I can't even put two thoughts together anyway. <laughs> I have COVID brain. Can I, uh, can I just point out yeah. that uh, I think it sounds fine just as long as my name is first. Where you guys yeah, fall, well, uh, you can duke it out, well, but as long you know, as it's backs. You know, Steve and Dave or Dave and Steve, right. I don't really care. Welcome to the Steve and Dave show. I, I, yeah, I've been, uh, it, it, it's designed that way to be interchangeable. So mm-hmm. you could always stay here, but Dave and Steve can go anywhere else well, they want to go. perfectly fine. We'd figure out a way. Uh, welcome to the morning program. Yes, it is back Steve and Dave, by the way. That's what corporate wants it to be. Uh-huh. So I guess that's what we got to go with. By the way, highs. Well, that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> Shut the hell up, would you? Highs in the high 20s today, low 40s tomorrow and Wednesday, by the way. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us after 7 o'clock uh, today and a bunch of other stuff, too, uh, throughout the morning. It's 535 on Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock. It's 551 and Foreigner on Rock 102. It's back, Steve and Dave. The highs in the high 20s today. Low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. Oh, I don't know how to do this. You know, just you press the button and... All right, so you ready? You ready? Yes. There we go. Perfect. Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Yay! Well, that's a horse of a different color, don't you think? Oh, my God. Hey, uh, welcome to Hollywood Trash. Hey, uh, years ago, uh, a couple offered Simon Cowell $150,000 to watch them have sex and judge it, and he turned them down. Now, why would you turn something like that down? I don't know. I would want Simon Cowell to kind of go, you are small, you are tiny, you are fat. Get off that woman. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I wouldn't want anybody judging you know, me sexually. But on the other hand, if I'm Simon Cowell, that's easy money in the pocket. Yeah. And plus, if you could sing at the same time while you're having sex, then yeah. you got something there, right? See, that would be. Right? Uh, yeah, well, that's the whole point, isn't it? To make somebody sing yeah. while well, you're doing that. Huh? Yeah. Or, or hum. <laughs> yeah. Hum a few bars. And then you, you can have that guy, pants on the ground guy. Remember? Yes. There you go. Pants yeah. on the ground. Imagine yeah. William Hung. Oh, yeah, William Hung would be. William Hung would have been perfect for that. I, I hear you. It depends was, on what they're singing, by the way. You said you, you want to make somebody sing. It depends on what they're singing. Well, the think. William Hung was the uh, the She Bangs. Yes. Wasn't she Bangs? Yeah. Uh, Bill Paxton, uh, Paxton's family. Is that Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman? I always get those it's, two it's Paxton. Which is one it? is he? Is that uh, the Twister guy? Yes. Yes. The Twister guy. Yes. Right. Not the... Uh, Independence Day guy. Independence Day guy. Not no, the president. Right. Totally no. different guy. Anyway, his family reached a $1 million settlement with the anesthesiology company that worked on his 2017 heart surgery. Bill died of his stroke after the procedure, and the family is still suing the hospital and the doctor who performed it. How hard it is to get... Uh, to, to sue somebody for medical malpractice? No, Why, no. Have yet. you tried? Uh, yeah, actually, I did. I was actually tr- I was turned down. Uh, I was told, you know, this is going to take years mm-hmm. before uh, it happens. Yeah. It was something that happened to my mother uh, mm-hmm. that she, they they gave her the wrong, or they they didn't give her what they should have given her, and they screwed up an IV uh, hook. And they're like, like all the lawyers, like it's going to cost you all of this money to put up front. It's not like one of these you get into a car accident mm-hmm. and then somebody's there to. 
I'd be willing to sue company. for malpractice if it were if yeah. I were left with something that you know wasn't too bad. If you got breast augmentation instead of breast reduction, for instance, well, yeah, like they, that woman they, we talked about yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah, they put one on my back. Yes. you know, I mean that I, I would sue for that. I could always get it removed mm-hmm. when I wanted to. But you know, if you're really debilitated, then you know, God, I wouldn't want to have to go through the uh, rigmarole of reliving that. But, but, a, boob it, when you're, but a fresh boob when you're back, that's not such a bad thing. Exactly, because then you could breastfeed the kid when the kid is right in the backpack that oh you're carrying. Oh, my God, that's but disgusting. The, the what same are you time, right? I was just talking about that, for dancing. How do you do that? <laughs> what, breastfeed the kid? In the backpack? In your yeah, back? you leave the kid on the back there, yeah. and you hook him up, and you just let him go You know, do his, his or her business on I'd, the back. I'd like to see this contraption. <laughs> <laughs> Simon Cowell could rate it, too. Good. Uh, Chloe Kim wants to rename the hairstyle slut strands to beauty strands. It's a term in the snowboarding and skiing community when two strands of hair are left loose outside the athlete's helmet to frame their face. Wow, this is news to me. This is cool. Dude, slut strands. <laughs> we, we can't call them slut strands anymore? I, th- I, th- I thought they were handles. <laughs> they were handles. <laughs> That's handlebars. I, yeah, handlebars, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't even know that they called... I don't concern myself too much with the snowboarding world. You also don't concern yeah. yourself so much with hair. Yeah, I don't have any hair to worry about. So, oh yeah, but you're but but I'm sure from head to toe you're covered in like a in like a gorilla suit. Well, I got slut strands on other portions of my body. Yeah, I was gonna say these slut <laughs> yeah. strands hanging off my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. A list of uh, celebrity appearances, uh, guest appearances that were surprising includes you ready? Yes, Paris Hilton as herself. In demon form on Supernatural. Didn't see it. Nope, me neither. Well, she is kind of a demon, don't you think? Right? I don't know. I mean, she seems like a perfectly reasonable, very rich young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Tyler as Santa Claus on Lizzie McGuire. Oh, that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. I didn't like, see yeah, that either. Yeah, that you was, didn't see that? No. One? no, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Well, he's not fat enough to play Santa Claus. He's like emaciated heroin addicted <laughs> Santa ah, Claus. Okay. Uh, and Britney Spears as herself on Jane the Virgin. I never saw that show, so I didn't. Nor did I. Oh, yeah, me either. Uh, wasn't I just saying uh, the other day that we don't do enough stories about Tears for Fears? You did say we don't do enough stories about Tears for Fears. Yeah. They got a new album, don't they? It's they spo- do. And it's supposed to be fantastic. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that from people. Uh, they just released their first album in 17 years. It's called The Tipping Point, mm-hmm. and it may be their best album since 1989's The Seeds of Love. It was written and recorded uh, after Roland Orzabal. Orzabal? Yes. Is that Orzabal. The, that's the that's that little rice that you eat, right? The little thing that's nah, like that's a, a boreal rice. It's a rice ball. <laughs> no, that's orzo, orzo. Steve. Orzo. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh no, that was the uh, the character on He Man and the Masters of the Universe. A little guy that used to fly around all the time. Orco. <laughs> oh no, 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 Steve, you're thinking of Orgo. Orco. Orco. God, Orco. you know nothing about He Man, either of you. Well, we're kind of a different generation when it comes <sighs> to the cartoons. I don't like any of that stuff, by the way. What? The He Man and the, you know, anything fantasy. Well, how do you feel about Orzo? You like Orzo? Yes, I'm down with Orzo. Well, then, okay, let's just. We need to find out more about what you like, Dave. Mm -hmm. We don't know what you like. What uh, what, uh, cartoon from your youth do you Uh, uh, cherish? I like uh, Sherman and Peabody. From the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Those, they went, were, those were good. They went in the Wayback Machine all the time. Sherman and Peabody's a dog and his his human friend. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that was a cartoon before the movie came out a few years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how Sorry. was I didn't see the movie. Was it any good? It was no, what do you think? Of course <laughs> not. No, it really wasn't that great. Yeah. It was I can't remember who was the uh who played I think it was either Kelsey Grammer or it was somebody with 
that that kind of accent that would have like a British accent. Okay, <laughs> I don't remember the. I didn't see I the, movie. the movie at all. I don't know. Well, well I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not going to look it up right now. No, you're busy. You're in the middle of something. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are stepping up for refugees who are fleeing Ukraine in the wake of the Russian invasion. They announced uh, Saturday that they'll match up to one million dollars in donations to the United Nations Refugee Agency. Ryan said, quote, In 48 hours, countless Ukrainians were forced to flee their homes to neighboring countries. They need protection. When you donate, we'll match up to $1 million, creating double the support. I think the people in Ukraine go, Oh, that was the guy in the, in the, in the waiting movie who showed his goat to all the people in the background. You know what the goat is? No. It's where you shove your bits and pieces between your legs and you bend down and moon somebody. Ah, yeah, right. That's, so it looks yeah. like a goat. So that's different than <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Different kind of goat. Totally different. Okay. Very different. Gotcha. And that, my friends, is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. <laughs> the following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. And it is 6.02 on Rock 102. The weather today, highs in the high 20s and low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. The weather is brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing, Roofing, Siding, Roof Shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEWROOF.NET today. Here's your Rock 102 sports. Starting with hockey, Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Hershey Friday night and the Providence Bruins this Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center. Meantime, the Bruins are in L.A. to take on the Kings at 10.30 tonight. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Basketball yesterday, the Celtics got trashed by the Pacers out in Indiana, 128-107. to And the 76ers look like the real deal since that trade that they negotiated to get uh, James Harden in the fold. They beat the Knicks last night 125-109. to Harden had 29 for the Sixers and Joel Embiid had 37 for Philadelphia. In golf at the PGA Honda Classic, Palm Beach, Florida, Sepp Straka. I know, never heard of him. He was down five shots entering the final round, tapped in for birdie in the rain on the final hole, beat Shane Lowry by one. Sepp Straka becoming the first Austrian winner in PGA Tour history. I think I had Sepp Straka once. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Like a penicillin shot and it was cleared up. Well, congrats. So, Thank you. And, and you're okay. No ill effects otherwise. Knock on wood. Great. Still feeling better today. Glad to hear that. In boxing news, Vasily Lomachenko, ESPN's number eight pound-for-pound pound boxer, has traded in his boxing gloves for fatigues. He has joined his comrades in Ukraine. As the country attempts to fend off an invasion from Russia, Lomachenko was pictured on his Facebook page on Sunday in military fatigues. He's joined the Army now. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Coming up next, Bax has his view from the couch aimed at the Major League Baseball deadline. Stay there. The Connecticut Lions... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, great news, everybody. Only 30 days left before the Boston Red Sox are scheduled to open up their regular season at fan-friendly Fenway Park against Tampa Bay. And there are only seven days left to go before the Sox are supposed to face Pittsburgh to kick off their preseason schedule. There's just one small problem. Unless Major League Baseball and the Players Union can stop acting like a bunch of a-holes, by the end of today, the league will be forced to cancel regular season games, which hasn't happened since 1994 when I was but a mere 28 years old. 
Oh, I was young and impetuous back then, bursting with a fresh-eyed optimism that baseball would resolve their differences because, after all, these negotiations were being performed by professionals who knew what they were doing. Yeah. They weren't going to cancel games over a little squabble over who was going to get paid and by whom. That would seem crazy. And yet back then they canceled the 1994 season with 44 games left to play. Scrapped the entire postseason, including the World Series. Then scheduled the 1995 series uh, season with replacement players. Made us endure 144 games played with nothing but union-busting scabs until finally somebody resolved their differences in late September. That's the sort of half-rate garbage that baseball is willing to do to itself in order to make its point. Of course, if I'm a baseball player making an average salary of $5 million a year, I should be able to tighten my belt and find a way to make ends meet for the duration of the lockout. And if I'm an owner, I'm already worth a few hundred million dollars, then I might be able to hold on for just a little bit longer than the guy who's not. But for the rest of us who are looking forward to watching a little baseball this season, I think you'll find that your opinions are not that important and that baseball isn't really being played for you. It's being played for themselves, which is what you youngsters will discover when they fail to reach an agreement tonight and start canceling games tomorrow, because that is what baseball is all about. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hard Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills, and they say that the Weber Genesis grills are the best. And you know what? Weber Genesis grills are on sale all month at Rocky's. Get a grill and a good deal today. And get ready for grilling this summer with your new Weber from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Good morning. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of uh, 39 tomorrow. Sunny and a high of, uh, f- wait a minute. I, these weather things uh, screw me up. I, I see a moon on Monday. Is that for tonight? <laughs> yes, I believe so. I think right, you know what? Is no, that a Duran Duran yeah. song, a new moon on Monday? All right, listen, this is how we're going to do this, okay? Yes. Uh, I'm just going to tell the forecast in pictures, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, good. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, mostly moony with a high of 28. Tomorrow, uh, two little clouds and a high of 39. It's 19 in the moon right now in downtown Springfield. Sweet. I got it. <sighs> we got to get Kelly Ridden back in town. <laughs> I know. She was my inspiration. That was the only one I listened to. Hey, uh, not for nothing. Um... I was on vacation last week. Uh-huh. Uh, really hoping to step in here without uh, you know too many changes when you go. <laughs> Sorry about really? that. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know what that was all about. Mm-hmm. But um, you know when you get back from vacation, you kind of like to just you know slowly ease into the work week. You mm-hmm. don't want to feel like you're, you're mm-hmm. just you know you're cannonballing right back into work. Uh, yesterday we had to do a little uh, a little dry run. Actually. I'm going to say more of a damp run. It was a dress rehearsal, Bax. Come on. Uh, okay. It was a sopping wet run. Yeah, it damp. It yeah. was moist. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, I wouldn't, I think dry is probably, uh, you know, not really an accurate description. Mm. But uh, all I could think of is, hey, you know what? My vacation typically was supposed to end on the Monday I got back. And yet, <clears throat> here I was working on a Sunday, feeling as though... I wonder if there's some way I could capitalize on this to take another day. 
Well, let me uh, explain something to you here. And uh, Dave, uh, you're obviously been here for well over a year now, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you you probably have read the employee handbook. Oh, cover how, to cover, it's yeah. it's a great read. But the sexual harassment I'm, part is the best. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you read it because I don't think Steve and I have read it in years. Go ahead. Steve. Well, uh, uh, well, the only part I've read because <laughs> most concerns me is the vacation policy. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, right. You know, why would I yes. read anything else in that book? I mean, I uh, deal drugs out in the parking lot and uh, do all kinds of things. Hey, out remember here. when you and I. Yeah. Trading guns. Oh yeah, that yeah, was awesome. That was right yeah, out, right out guns in the studio. Yeah, man. that was good. Uh, when you fill out <laughs> the vacation request form, yes, you use vacation days. Which now, days, days you work days and which represent- days you will be taking off. Right. But you're also a salaried employee too. Right. So you really have no schedule per se because nobody is really guidelining you when you uh, when you signed on to to work here that you're. Deal is Monday through Friday, X hours to X hours. Your deal is you work for us. And when you put in for those days, those days represent uh, Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm. And you know, if I'm, you wanted yesterday off, you should have used an extra vacation day. Yes. You know, uh, Steve, <laughs> Yeah. well, of course, uh, I didn't learn about the Sunday until very late. Um, as as you know, mm-hmm. I am a seasoned radio professional, and I've been in this company for uh, more than thirty years. What are you, cumin? <laughs> seasoned? Seasoned? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's coming, by the way. No, it is, yeah. no, it is not. It's a family <laughs> show for crying out loud. Anyway, what I'm trying to get is, uh, I know how this vacation policy works, and I know I'm given a certain allotted number of days. I'm telling you that when I submit for my days, I include the weekend as part of those days off. Really only taking five, you know, Monday through Friday is the submitted days mm-hmm. that I'm taking off. But, you know, I'm working for the weekend. <laughs> okay, Mr. Every, Loverboy. I'm always working for the weekend. Dave, do you see what's going on here? Tell we me. have a, a clear case of WBS, whiny bitch syndrome. Well, that may be. I'm just saying that uh, <laughs> when you put in for your vacation time, what you like to do during your vacation is not work. You see, what's happened to you is you've become too complacent over the years. You've become too used to oh, I can, I can a tell rigmarole you. that we've yeah. gone through oh. every single morning here, yes. and now things are different. Oh, I we, can. Have, we have Dave here now. That's, a, that's our new member of the show. Right, I'm right. a handicap. And, and uh, you know he's uh, he's not getting a good example uh, set by you. Well, you about know, vacation. Thank policies. you, Steve. But you're a you're a seasoned veteran, almost like me. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more than different me. seasoning. Maybe different. sage instead of common. I oh yeah, you're, you're definitely more like, you're more like a Mrs. Dash. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. I, I, hey, you know my son's name is Dash. Did you know that? Is it really? Yeah, Dashel. Uh, oh, did you, there was no dot dash dots no, or anything like that. No. It was all my, my Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> No. My uh, my whole thing uh, with the vacation time is every time we take vacation time, uh, we get criticized that we take too much vacation time, when in fact, our vacation time is limited to the amount of vacation time given to us by true. our parent company. And I'm just saying that we cut it short. And as far as being complacent, I have to tell you, I've been on the edge of my seat for weeks. Oh, have you? Now? Yeah, I have. Really? Oh, yeah. absolutely. But, uh, you know, I'm... I'm thinking that uh, my next vacation, which will probably be around uh, July, I might just have to add one more day. Nobody's good. At, you know, I say go for it. Nobody heck. No, but they don't. I don't even think they keep track. And by the way, speaking of the company handbook, yeah. it is a great read. I suggest it. The biggest revelation to me in the company handbook was the bestiality clause. Apparently, it's frowned upon here 
at our radio company. Oh, not all the time. Really? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen lots of animals get assaulted around here. Nobody says a word. I've seen more than my share of violations. I see, I've seen pigs get slaughtered around here like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe, my friend. Delicious, by the way, after they're slaughtered. They are, yeah. We call yeah. that one bacon. But at least you're reading it, and I think that's uh, that's that's better than most people. I guess. In the entire company. You'll get it and say, all right, i got to sign it just to say that I've seen it, but uh, I'm not going through all the, the bits and pieces of it all. Yeah, by the way, we do have some hoops we got to jump through as well. I think there are some security issues that we have. I, I haven't seen the latest video that we're supposed to be watching because of that, because I know there's all sorts of concerns about, you know, some of the firewalls here and all that kind of business there. So have you, do, have you done the, the latest video? Is that the newest one that yes. came across the yes. email? Yes, Yeah, they, uh, they used to have these really good ones with a bear. Remember the bear videos? Yeah, the bear was a... <laughs> it was, it was like an, an, an animated cartoon bear? No, it was a guy in a bear suit. Yeah. Really? He was, he was a company bear. Wow. And he was a dumb bear, and he would let people in the building and then like give his password out to people. He was a bad, bad bear. He was also <laughs> a, a a very horny bear, yeah. uh, and he would sexually harass people around the uh, the office. Thus the bestiality clause in the company handbook. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he did get his. <laughs> I, I think you're mixing your furry videos with the, uh, with the <laughs> oh, you might harassment. You, you might be right. It's 619 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 626 and Nirvana on Rock 102. It's Bax, Steve, and Dave. Highs in the high 20s for today, low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. Right now, 19, but it feels like 6 in East Longmeadow. It's time for Today I Learned. This is like a little fun fact that I give you, and then uh, you learn something new. Are Excellent. you ready? I'm ready. I'm not ready to like learn a sponge. I'm like a sponge. Bring it on. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, we're, we're just bringing people together, yeah. giving them fun facts. Facts doesn't care, so direct no, it to I, me. I mean, I listen, I don't, don't, don't say I don't care. Of course I care. Steve, what are you going to teach me today? <laughs> okay, Mr. Dismissive. Uh, have you, do, 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 either, do either of you like asparagus? I like asparagus. Yes. Yes. you like asparagus? Do you like the way your pee smells after you oh, eat asparagus? Yeah, actually, I, yeah. for, for me, it actually smells better that way. To tell you the truth, uh, today I learned that less than half of the population can actually smell their asparagus pee. Hmm. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, the idea like when somebody smokes cigarettes and they can't tell that they smell like cigarette smoke or right. or if they have bad breath, they can't tell they have bad breath. It's the same thing. People like, who eat asparagus all the time get used to the smell. Mm-hmm. Like their- the skunk never smells its own scent. Is it pungent or pungent? It's pungent. Pungent. You're thinking of Puget Sound. No, it's Seattle oh, yeah. area. My, yeah, uncle, right. my uncle Dave and Aunt Betsy live there, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, that wow. Well, it, for, let me hold on. Okay, you slow, got something else. All right, down. go ahead. When it comes to asparagus, by the way, I recently learned because we're you know mm. learning things in yeah. this segment that you're supposed to shave the outside of it before you cook it because that the stalk has sort of a hard shell casing around it. So right. that's the best part. You're, you're supposed to, no, no. You're supposed to take like a, a carrot shaver, you know, and yeah. shave gently. Shave the stalk. Of the asparagus. You spend a lot of time shaving your stock? I do. Really? Yes. Interesting. Well, they say it looks bigger when you shave the stock. (laughs) You ever get a couple of nicks in there? (laughs) (laughs) We have, uh, you know, we have Hadley asparagus around here. Well, no, I didn't know that. So it's a local delicacy then, huh? Oh, yeah. Really? Matter of fact, Richie Neal uh, brought the Hadley asparagus to President George W. Bush. Wow. Because he was the guy who said he didn't like to eat his vegetables or something like that. Right, right. So he brought him some. 
Which is a very passive-aggressive yeah. way of saying, shut up and eat your vegetables. How far back does Hadley asparagus go, by the way? Oh, generations. Oh, back to the beginning, Dave. <laughs> really? Yeah, way back to the yeah, beginning. First the nice. earth cooled, and then Hadley started to grow asparagus. <laughs> Listen, uh, I just know some of these facts. I don't know the origins of some of these things, so just uh, bear with me. <laughs> I think we've learned quite enough here. Let's we not, have, let's not and that ourselves. is Today I Learned on Rock 102 with Beck, Steve, and Dave. Hey, man. Good to see you. It's 631. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Uh, it's now time for news with Dave Coombs on Rock 102. So as Russian troops push deeper into Ukraine and tensions continue to rise, people all over the world, including here in western Massachusetts, are showing their support for Ukraine. Yesterday, a prayer service held at a church in East Long Meadow where community members gathered to express solidarity with Ukraine and other groups doing similar things here in Western Mass. For instance, donations being accepted at the Full Gospel Church in Westfield and St. Peter's and Paul Ukrainian Catholic Church in Ludlow as well. All right. Well, there you go. You got to, you got to support the team, man. <laughs> well, we're saying, well, we got to send prayers, but you got to congregate somewhere and at least, uh, you know, do it as a group. I, you know, I said it yesterday. I don't think there's anything that we can do as Americans to help the people of the Ukraine more than uh, spend a few minutes on a Google search looking for new memes. That, well, that I, really helps. I agree with you, but uh, I think this is a lot better than memes. I agree. You know, what, when prayer? You, yes, prayer and, uh, you know, people Don coming together. Donations. In community, community, things yes. like that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And maybe continuing to boycott Russian vodka. That seems to be a popular move as well. In New Hampshire, for instance, Chris Sununu, the governor, saying Saturday that he'd signed an executive order requiring state outlets to remove Russian-made and Russian-branded spirits from liquor and wine stores until, quote, further notice. Well, you know, I mean, uh, the truth of the matter is uh, there are some great American vodkas, so you're not, you know, you can sleep on Russian vodka all you want. If you gave me a bottle of V1, mm -hmm. let's say Paul Kozub came in here and said, hey, I'm going to give you a femur-sized bottle of V1. Femur-sized. Yeah. Oh, you, my God, you should see it. The big giant bottle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'll give you, uh, I will set you up with free vodka forever if you, uh, if you say, I'll never have Russian vodka again, I would take him up on that bet every time. Well, and, yeah, I was going to say, there's lots of more, uh, you know, vodkas out there that are better than any of that Russian stuff. They no, might have created it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And if you're going to have a femur-sized bottle of vodka, I say we use, like, Robert Parrish or Kevin McHale, somebody who's got a really big femur. Well, I, I mean, I got a big, thick thigh thick. here. Yeah, yeah, true. I guess you, I didn't think about the thickness. Yeah. Well, it's all... It's. I'm talking about my femur. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a big, thick, meaty bottle right there. <laughs> uh, by the way, the top-selling... U.S. made vodka? Anyone? Tito's. Tito's. Tito's, by, yeah. by far, number one here in the United States. Um, by the way, Robert Mellian, who is the executive director and general counsel of the Massachusetts Package Store Association, saying that, quote, very little beer, wine, and spirits consumed in Massachusetts originates from Russia. So we knew that already. So I don't know why people are doing this whole boycott and sanction of what they think is Russian-made vodka. Well, like, as we were talking before, I think people don't understand about geopolitical uh, climates. And I don't know. And I don't know nothing about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Really? I uh, thought you were going <laughs> to add 
that to the things I know or the things I learned. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Well, I probably could do that, but that takes way too much time, Bax. Uh, but once you, uh, you know, I don't know nothing about that. Uh, but I don't also like to see people uh, be getting killed in their own neighborhoods either. Right. Uh, so I think one way to support people is they're trying to find any way they can to, you know, chop Russia off of the knees. And if this is one way to do it, big deal. Well, like, it's, it, what, it, what's it really going to do to the economy of Russia well, I'm by willing, us not drinking Russian vodka? I'm willing to boycott all the other Russian products that yeah. I buy throughout the year. Like? Um, I won't order another Moscow Mule in a bar. Okay. How about that? Wow. Pretty sure that'll yeah. hurt him. Yep. But uh, <laughs> that'll yeah. really that'll really take him down. Hey, hey, take this Putin. I'm ordering something that's Irish. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I would just think that uh, you know, considering what uh, is being proposed here and the possibility that you know, a nuclear arm could be dropped on uh, on Ukraine, I'm thinking we're probably all going to need a lot more vodka. Yeah, I think you're going to need that to survive in the hole that you're going to be living in. I would when think nuclear so. Nuclear fallout. That's, <laughs> that's so true. Hey, as you're navigating the roads of Western Mass and elsewhere here in New England, you might factor this in. They're trying to get rid of left-hand turns. Not just here in Massachusetts, but nationwide. According to a new study at Penn State, they found out it might be better if we just made left turns illegal. Researchers using a bunch of algorithms to figure out the best way to keep traffic moving and prevent accidents. Apparently, it's not rotaries, as we like here in Massachusetts, especially in Cape Cod, but it's getting rid of the left turns. Well, rotaries are actually a, a very efficient yeah. way of of moving traffic around yeah. Yeah. except except the long metal one huh except the long metal one well this one uh, that's really kind of an exception to the rule yeah. and there's really none other quite like that i don't know how many there are in the country there uh, that have what is it seven roads coming into one circle and by the way that yeah. particular rotary there yeah. has there ever been an accident that you've seen because every time i enter and exit that thing i mean it just seems like Chaos. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, there have been several uh, deadly accidents oh, over the years. I'm sorry well, to hear and, that. And more deadly accidents before they put it in, to be honest. Because before they actually put that rotary in, um, people were driving what? through that intersection at great speed. Then they put the rotary in, and then, um, this is my understanding, is that it, it, it limited the number of severe accidents. But you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a desperate free-for-all when you're in there, since... You know, everybody going in has the right of way as opposed to every other rotary in America. But nobody follows that rule. Like, you're supposed to, you have to look to the left of you, and whoever is to the left of you that got there first, then they're the next turn in the rotary. But if you have a car coming into the rotary and that car is blocked, then you just go, baby. Go. Or, more accurately, yeah. read the yield sign. You know, if you've got a yield sign. Signs, signs <laughs> everywhere, signs. I saw some dopey bastard the other day, a couple weeks ago. I think yeah. I told you about this. He's driving down from Pleasant Street, mm -hmm. okay? And he has to clearly go on to... Maple Street. Now, if you're going through a rotary, you got to go around the rotary, mm -hmm. and then I think it's like four, four or five right. exits off before you can get on, on Maple Street. He thought, I don't need to do all this. I'm just going to go in a straight line. Yeah, because it's right there. I'm going to go against the flow of every 
car in this thing and go straight. Shortcut. Because that's the way I got to go. Mm-hmm. I got to go straight. Gotcha. Why should I conform to the rules of the road? You know, and that's the thing. I don't think it's people being drunk or anything. I think it's just people being a-holes. Yeah. Going, you know what? I don't want to go around this whole circle. I'm just going to go right there. I didn't say uh, drunken dopey bastard. I just said dopey bastard. Yeah. I mean, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't demand a field sobriety test to check up on this guy. But it was... You should have seen the angry faces of the people of the Rotary when that guy <laughs> oh, tried I... pulling that one. Fantastic. Hey, we mentioned Kelly Reardon just a few moments ago. I thought I'd just put it out there for folks who are uh-huh. searching for their favorite meteorologist. She uh-huh. will be on the new Fox Weather app, which is available uh-huh. on YouTube TV and other various locations. The former 22 News meteorologist who recently ended her three-year stint there, now working for Fox Weather. All right. So Foxy weather is what's going to yeah. be. You know, you think about it. She gets married, mm-hmm. and then she, she quits her job, mm-hmm. gets married, gets another job, like all in the same month. And changes her name. It's she, Kelly Costa now. Yeah. Apparently, she's now Portuguese. <sighs> My Portuguese uh, brothers and sisters would be more than happy to welcome her in the club. Listen, uh, I'll tell you why I'm all out of sorts this morning. It's because I come in here, I look at the TV, and Kelly Reardon's not there. Eddie Munster's there. Come on, stop. <laughs> what's what's going on with that haircut? Come on. He can't help it. He's got a widow's peak. Listen, he should go bald like me. Nobody should be wearing hair like that. And get maybe grow a couple slut strands on yeah, there. Just for a little effect. slut strands yeah. on Eddie Munster over right. there. I think he would do a good job. I think that young man, and, and the name eludes me at the moment, I think he's doing a fine job. Now, and then, grant, uh, now granted... He's not going to look as good as Kelly Reardon. Yeah. Well, well nobody can. Yeah, there's, nobody a, there's can. a few. Well, now, Back showed me a picture off his cell phone yesterday of mm-hmm. another very attractive former yeah. reporter. Sonia Bagdaddy. Yes. yes. Oh, my so God. I, I was thinking, where, where do they all rank, these hot news and weather babes well, from Western Massachusetts. Like, where does Kelly Reardon rank and where does that young lady... Well, I think she was number one, you guys said. Sonia Bagdaddy's definitely number yeah, one. Definitely okay. number one. All right. I'd say Kelly Reardon's number two okay. out of that list. So then who's who at, Who assumes the mantle at this point since Kelly Reardon is gone and that other young lady is gone? Well, you know, I, I don't even know if I put Kelly at number two Ooh. because, you know, you've, you've gotten... I mean, come on. Emily Voles... Uh, Shannon Hagee. Yeah. I mean, they, come on now. Please. I mean, they're, they're, granted, they're all gone now. I'm taking notes, they've, by the way. They've all been, Jackie Bruno. Jackie Bruno. They've all yeah. been pulled yeah. out of here, screaming and yelling like like yeah. uh, like, you know, like they're being kidnapped away yes, somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think we need to do our research then and develop a new list. Yeah, I don't know, man. You, you got to go, you got to go way back in time. Way back, like the time. way back machine from Sherman and Peabody that you were talking about earlier. See, very good. There Everything go. comes full circle <laughs> around there you here. Go. Uh, speaking of looking good, Brittany Decker, friend, uh, friend, a buddy of mine. Just nothing wrong with Brittany Decker. Brittany Decker was former, a very uh, former Miss Miss uh, Miss Connecticut. Yeah, wow. Nothing so, wrong with that. So these are all formers, though. I guess we need to now have currents, is what I'm kind of suggesting. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know. Did okay. I, did I show you that a few weeks ago, Brittany Decker? Of all people, was getting fat shamed. Brittany <laughs> Decker. Yeah, they were like, uh, "Hey, could you change your outfit? Because I, I, my husband and I are clearly convinced you're pregnant, but you're not. So could you take that shirt? Like, who are these damn? I people? don't know. I mean, people are just ales. They really are. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Why? Why would you even consider fat shaming someone like that? Because or that's, anybody. That's what they do. What do you got, Dave? 
Thrillist has ranked all 50 states according to how beautiful they are. Now, these are just opinions from the staff at Thrillist, so they wrote it up. All right. The most beautiful states of the union. Are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to guess? Not Massachusetts. No, not Massachusetts. Uh, I would say Vermont. Vermont is the top state in New England at number 17. Actually, no, I correct that. Maine is also number 15. I got to tell you, mm. I've spent some time in Vermont. Ain't didn't know about that. I ain't never been to Maine. Uh, wait, let me, cor- like the music. let me correct that. <laughs> Okay, let me correct it. Vermont is 13th, Maine is 15th, New York is 17th, Massachusetts 38th on the list, Connecticut 37th on the list. I'm going to say it's probably California number one. You're right. Very good. Of course. Yep. California, Hawaii, Alaska. And how about dead last among the most beautiful states of the union? Rhode Island. No. West Virginia. No. Alabama. Think flat in the middle of the country and you got it. Iowa. Kansas is number one. North Dakota. (laughs) South Dakota. Kansas, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, and Oklahoma, the least beautiful states of the union. Oh, what a beautiful morning it is in Oklahoma. (laughs) Not as beautiful as the morning is here. Highs in the 20s today is all we got. And coming up next, public urination taken to the next level. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. <laughs> rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and The Who with back Steve and Dave uh, on Rock 102. Uh, uh, real quick, just want to mention that if you miss any part of uh, today's show, uh, check out the uh, the back Steve and Dave podcast available on rock102.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also, Baxi's musical podcast, because I was on vacation, didn't get a chance to mention this uh, last week. I uh, posted an interview with John Rubley. He is a, a record executive, one of the original organizers of uh, Lollapalooza. He and I went to Marquette together. It was oh. a really cool conversation. This guy's had a lot to do with the careers of dozens of, uh, of musical artists, so make sure you check that out. And uh, today on Baxi's enormous record collection podcast, uh, we're going to take a look at 1984's Zen Arcade from the band Husker Du. Very, very cool album. You can check that out, all of that out on rock102.com. Did your friend from Marquette also do the naked slide in that bar that you've no, described? No, I don't, I don't think. No, he rarely went to, and did that. But uh, but he, he did a hell of a lot more uh, there, too. But it's a great interview, and please check that out on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, sunny today, or a yellow picture of uh, what looks like maybe a somebody's rear end. It's got the little hair around oh, the outside sure. of it. Yeah. Right. And a high of 28 tomorrow. Uh, two puffy marshmallows with a high of 39. <laughs> it's 18 in downtown Springfield. Icon weather from Steve Nagel <laughs> well, on Rock 102. It, it's never the same. Like yes. any, any one of us in the same room Googles weather or goes to the Weather Channel, it's always different from one computer to the next. I don't understand. What was the name of the game show that used to do that? They'd have a puzzle. I mean, nothing but pictures. Is it- was it uh, not true? Not oh, con- it was a concentration. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't remember that. Yeah, concentration. It was an actual game show. All right. That had like you know, little little pictures, and you had to figure out what the message was. Well, if before st- my time, boys. Way before, before my time. time. If Steve describes the weather using an eggplant icon, I think we know we're in trouble. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> when the next storm comes through, especially with the spring <laughs> coming out of right. it. Oh God. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. One Samson Hardridge. He's a 33-year-old from Lancaster, California. He's today's mass hat. Just because his name is Samson, for Christ's sake. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> he's, he's in federal custody yes. because he misbehaved on a Southwest Airlines flight last week between Dallas and Burbank, California. Isn't that the airline to misbehave the most on at I Southwest? Think, I think they sort of, they welcome that because of the, you know, the frivolity that occurs on a Southwest yeah, well, you're, flight, right? You're, you're, feel free to move around the country. Yes, there's that, but then I think you you get stewardesses, wait, can I say that? Flight attendants who use like stand-up comedy routines over the PA system. The pilots are usually very witty. Mm-hmm. So they sort of like, I think they're inviting this type of bad behavior. So what'd he do? So he urinated on the plane. Oh, we've all done that. Yeah. Well, he in the right place though? So sure. Where did he go? Right in the aisle. Well, I mean, uh, if you're going to go somewhere, in the aisle would probably be was, the most likely place to be. I mean, was the toilet being occupied? Doesn't say. The crew had to divert the plane to Albuquerque as the flight was headed to Burbank, as I said, from Dallas. So what happened was he was waiting to use the laboratory, just quoting from the story here, and he put his hands in his pants and asked if a flight attendant wanted to see his genitalia. All right. Then. That's why they call it the cockpit. <laughs> it was close Not to the cockpit. Not the plane. Yeah. <laughs> the, the flight attendant declined his very polite offer to okay. see his genitalia. At that point, he proceeded to the galley door of the aircraft and began urinating in the corner of the airplane. Now, had he been eating any asparagus uh, <laughs> earlier that morning? <laughs> I don't think they... Maybe. Um, you wouldn't have asparagus for breakfast, would you? This I mean, is my snuffle up agaris asparagus. <laughs> I can't even say that right. Um, so there you go. Wow. Congratulations to Samson Hardridge Ooh. of Lancaster, California. Today's mass hat. He's uh, the golden tribute we give him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's 656 on Rock 102. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. And it is almost 7 a.m. on Rock 102. The high weather 20s, for today. Low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump. An expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Time for your 102-second sports, starting with hockey. The Bruins in Los Angeles to take on the Kings tonight at 10.30. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Also in the AHL, the Springfield Thunderbirds hosting the Hershey Bears. Friday night this week, and the Providence Bruins Saturday night this week at Mass Mutual. In basketball, the Celtics out in Indiana fell flat against the Pacers, 128-107, to the loss for Boston. Meantime, elsewhere in the NBA, the Sixers beat the Knicks, 125-109. to Their new-look lineup in Philadelphia featuring James Harden with 29 to go along with Joel Embiid, who had 37. In golf, at the PGA Honda Classic in Palm Beach, Florida, Daniel Berger, had a five-shot lead going into the final round, but blew it with a final round 74. That left the door open for Sepp Straka, who became the first Austrian winner in PGA Tour history. And a Canadian teen had a Guinness World Record confirmed this week after he spent an hour and 12 minutes solving 211 Rubik's Cubes while bouncing on his pogo stick. 16-year-old Saul Hafting of Annapolis Royal in Canada says he trained on the pogo stick for about three months before he even attempted the record. 
That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax has his sights trained on Rams coach Sean McVay. Straight ahead. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, I'm a hard-working fella. I try to bring my A game to the table most of the time. Sometimes I'll give you a B-minus effort. Occasionally I'll toss in a C-plus. But for the most part, I'm giving you as much as I can give. There are, however, some people who exceed expectations. And while I don't care for that sort of showing off, it does, on occasion, make some organizations lose their minds. For example, let's take a look at the L.A. Rams head coach, Sean McVay. Now, here's a nice young guy. He just won himself a bright, shiny new Vince Lombardi trophy by beating the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Now, as you can imagine, Sean McVay is being courted by everybody, including the folks at Amazon. Last Friday, ESPN reported that Amazon had just offered Sean McVay a five-year contract worth a reported $100 million to quit coaching and join the broadcast team for Amazon's upcoming Thursday night football coverage. Now, if someone were to offer me a $100 million contract, I'd be scrambling for a pen before you finish saying the words $100 million. But in this case... Sean McVay, despite the fact he'd be getting getting paid $20 million a year, decided to turn it down so that he could continue coaching the Rams. Now, before anyone judges the logic behind this decision, let me see if I can point out that Sean McVay is currently making $2 million a year. That works out to $38,461 a week or $961.53 per hour. Amazon would have paid him 10 times that amount. For $384,615 a week or $9,615 per hour. And yet for some reason, even that wasn't good enough to drag him out of coaching and into a lifetime of financial security. Think of all the packages you could order on Amazon if you were cranking out $384,000 a week. I'd get the banana slicer, the diamond stutter, a Floby for every day of the week. And I'd buy some stupid stuff, too, because at $384,000 a week, I could do that sort of stuff. I couldn't do it if I were getting stuck paid only $2 million a year, and that's a fact. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You get on a ladder with a brush and a can of paint, and you want not to be up there again for many years. That's why you go to Rocky's for Benjamin Moore paint. It lasts and lasts. Sure, there are cheaper pays, but who wants to be back on that ladder anytime soon? Not me. Good people, rock solid service, and Benjamin Moore paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. They're still trying to imagine Steven Tyler as a crack-addled Santa Claus. That's Aerosmith on Rock 102 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Good morning. Going to be a yellow thing with points out of it and a high of 28 tomorrow. Two uh, puffy marshmallows and a high of 40. It's uh, 18 with a little uh, puffy uh, thing going on right now. Can you please do the weather that way from I, now yeah, I like on? I'm like going it. to. I like it. It's emoji weather. <laughs> Scott Cohen brought to you by Mosquito, uh, Mosquito Shield, the local leader in residential mosquito control. Get $50 off your season-long service at MoShield.com. On the phones right now, it's Scott Cohen. Going to Scotty, how are you? Well, guys, uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Mm. Three big fat phonies, you still can't swing a dead cat in that studio without hitting one. Well, we would have if you had actually showed up in the studio this morning, but uh, there are no dead cats here. Uh, Just you on the phone. (laughs) 
Well, I'm, I'm in I'm in uh, Logan International Airport, ready to get uh, to get out of Dodge. So uh, just uh, just let's just say that I'm unavoidably detained this morning. So you're on your way out, or your way on your way back in? My on my way out. Just Got when you. they pull me out, they pull me back in. Yeah. Hey, uh, let me ask you this: uh, You're old enough to remember the last major lockout in Major League Baseball, right? Of course. 28 years ago, 1994, I remember it like it was uh, like it was uh, yesterday when you had all those union busting scab players playing in, in the uh, the place of actual qualified seasoned professional athletes. Um, we're facing that again, are we? Yeah, there's no question about it. Today's the big day. They've got it. Uh, both sides have been uh, they've met for like a week straight, which is the first time they've done that. And they've got to get the owners say they've got to get an agreement done today. Uh, in order for um, no games to be canceled. And they basically told the players that they're going to start canceling games after today and the players won't be paid for those games. So today's the big day. And, it, it, you know, the, the two biggest things that, um, that they're arguing about it, you know, from, uh, from my vantage point anyway, is uh, service time for the players and um, and then also uh, they want the uh, younger players to make more money going in and the owners want to expand the playoffs to 14 teams. So those are those are the three biggest issues that they're trying to work out. But the thing I don't understand, uh, Scott, is that, you know, these are these are issues that should not necessarily be things that are tripping everybody up. I mean, if you look at like like the uh, the whole argument about minor league players and, you know, what they get paid compared to even people even guys that are like rookies in in the majors it's this huge disparity a lot of these things to me should not be the kind of things that we were dealing with in in 1994 when you're talking about things like revenue sharing and 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 other free agency issues this is th- these are a different set of circumstances and none of them seem to be big enough to cancel games over well, I, I think the real big one, um, Baxi, is the is the service time, and you know the it's a for for anybody who you know doesn't understand it, and it's hard to explain. You know, uh, ball players, the time that they spend on the field, they've got to accrue uh, a five years of service time before they can really make any significant money, and the owners do everything they can to try and limit these players' service time. I mean, even sit there and send a guy down for no reason in August. Uh, so he, so they get to control him for another year. It's complicated, but they, look, it's it's a collective bargaining agreement that they've got to work under for a long time. You know, you mentioned 1994 a little while ago. That that was a long time ago for them to go this long without any kind of labor strife. That that's a bit of an accomplishment. And you know, hopefully they'll get their get both of them will get their act together. And I think that I think today's a, a really big day, and most of the news out of this situation has been bad news but i'm 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 confident hopeful that they'll they'll get something worked out and um we can all get on with our lives well plus we may emerge from this thing with some brand new stars now Bax mentioned the scab players in 1994 i'm looking at a list of some of the guys who were scab players in 1994 the illustrious bubba carpenter also (laughs) scarborough green and pep Pep Harris. Those were some of the scab players. In uh, all the greats. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those those guys were big swingers back then. 
You know, uh, baseball, though, Scott, has been a dying sport for years, and the lack of publicity for the sport, the overlap in other major sports seasons, and people oh finding God. it difficult <laughs> to sit through a grueling nine-inning game are most people's reasoning for not engaging with baseball. <laughs> Among other reasons, the lockout is only making it more difficult for fans to enjoy the sport. I say screw them all. <laughs> wow. Great thoughts, Thank Steve. You. Thank yeah, you very well, much, Well Dave. thought out. <laughs> Scott, hey, good. listen. If they if they want to if they want to get more fans to attend games, uh, you know, try not to make the tickets at Fenway Park cost two hundred bucks a piece. That would that would be a good step in the right direction. Well, yeah, and also a- speed up the game a little bit too, right? I mean, that's the biggest problem, I think. Attention well, I spans. Mean, you know, Dave. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. You know, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I think. People who, I mean, you're not going to sit there and and grow the game by making a game go from three and a half hours to two and a half hours. Mm. It's like, look, either either you like baseball or you don't. And people who like baseball appreciate the fact that there's there's no shot clock, there's there's no time frame whatsoever. The game just ebbs and flows as it goes. Baseball, I don't think baseball fans really care about that. Um, you know, listen, they can, they can uh, uh, get, uh, make the pitchers throw quicker, don't let the batters get out of the batter's box. But baseball fans like baseball. I, I really don't think that would make much of a difference, well, but I, that's, that's just me. I also think it's kind of a misnomer, too, because if you really look at you know, baseball compared to other sports, while you, know, you can go into extra innings and a game could go four or five hours long, the typical nine-inning game lasts about as long as an NFL broadcast. So I mean, it's really it you really you're really talking about a three hour commitment for most situations. It, you know, the the difference is is that baseball moves slower, but there's still just as much. I mean, there or there can be just as much excitement in a baseball game as there is in any other sport. And and let me add, by the way, that I don't think there are enough baseball purists, Scott, to make the game last. I think yeah, that, well, you know, that's the problem, I think. I think you're right. There are lots of baseball lovers who love the game, but there aren't enough of them. All right, well, how about this? Here's something for you guys. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, okay? If we saw if we saw them walk down the street, we'd be able to, we, we'd say, oh, look, there's Aaron Rodgers, correct? You guys agree yeah, with that? The one with the greasy yeah. hair, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The, one with the, the one with the greasy hair. The The... The arguably one of the biggest stars in baseball is Mike Trout, who plays for the L.A. Angels. Mm-hmm. If you walk by Mike Trout in an airport, you would not know who he is. Baseball has a problem with marketing its stars, and I think that's a that's one of the reasons why not enough people are interested in baseball. You know who these guys are, NBA players. You can just tell because they're so tall. But you you could not pick Mike Trout out of a lineup. Baseball needs to do a better job of marketing itself. I want to switch over to football here for a minute because uh, over the weekend, the uh, the Colts submitted a proposal, which I'm right on board with, uh, to change the overtime rules uh, and, and yep. as far as possession. So the, the Colts' proposal would basically guarantee each team gets a possession in overtime. That is not how it's worked out. Over the last couple of seasons, and we and we saw in this postseason, they want to burning a couple of teams because the other team just simply doesn't get the ball, and it really boils down to the, the flip of a coin. I am all right. for it, this. The, to me, this is much more fair mm-hmm. than what you saw in the postseason this year. And the, and it's an, and it's a big first step, like you said, Vax. We watch those playoff games, and 
uh, you know, the, the overtime situation was completely exposed. And the NFL is going gonna, is gonna to make a change in that rule. There's no question about that. And, you know, and for all the obvious reasons. You know, Scott, I would have listened to your entire uh, sports report, but uh, I was more focused on the announcer in the background at Logan Airport that you're <laughs> broadcasting from this morning. Well, you know, I someone said, said to me, uh, Is, isn't that going to be a problem? And I'm like, no, I get it. it'll just add yeah. to it. One of them will say something about it, and I, I think well, I, I bet three to one odds it was going to be you. I'm sorry, Scott. We have a breakthrough call from a Mr. Ham. Uh <laughs> Go line five. Could you give me ham on five and hold the mayo? <laughs> you see what I did there, Scotty? I did an airplane reference. Because you're in an airport. Right. So How about I, that? Yeah. Is, oh. is, is there any public urination going on there, by the way? And are you involved? We did uh, Not yet, but right. my plane doesn't leave for another 45 minutes, so <laughs> hope springs eternal. Hey, make some headlines for us, by the way. Wear a Rock 102 t-shirt. Come on. Very good. Hey, Scott, we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good, guys. Good luck. All right, Scott Cohen brought to you by Mosquito Shield, uh, the local leader residential mosquito control. Get a $50 off your season-long service at MoShield.com. It's 721 on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 726 with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. A uh, yellow thing in the sky today with a high of 28, and then uh, tomorrow, big puffy pillows with a high of 40. It's a... Uh, it's a white circle with some lines coming out of it and 19 in downtown Springfield. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Steve with the emoji weather. Yeah, on emoji right. weather. There you go. And, yep. why, why do it like that everybody else would do? I can't wait until uh, we do, like, thunderstorms, you know, with a... With a little lightning bolt. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That would be like, really Like Thor. It's like, oh, it's oh, there's the Thor. Th- uh, uh, isn't Thor? Who's the lightning? Yes. It was yes. Thor, right? Yeah, yeah right. Thor, yeah. yeah. No, Thor had the hammer, right? Yes. Who had the lightning bolt? Zeus. Uh, Zeus. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 yeah like a Zeus. Uh, Zeus now you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, anyway. I think there's a sponsor waiting for this segment. I'm telling you, somebody's going to pick up on this. I think so. We're going to make some money. So my mom texts me yesterday. Yeah. Complaining about the dinner guests that are coming over to their house. They live in Vero Beach, Florida. My mom Uh and my stepdad. And I'll just read from the text that my mom sent me. All right. So tomorrow, meaning last night, so she sent me this yes. Tomorrow, we're having friends coming for dinner. Unfortunately, after we invited them, we found out that he's a pescatorian. Pescatorian? Only eats fish, I guess. A Uh. pescatorian? Yeah, I, I thought he was the kind of person that only sees Joe Pesci movies. I, I, yeah, I thought it was a pescatarian, actually. <laughs> I, didn't, I had yeah. no idea. Is it a pescatarian or Torian? Again, I'm just reading from my mom's text here, All right. okay? Okay. I, I like to be accurate when it comes to that. Okay. So anyway. she so, sure she didn't mean Presbyterian? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Although they're very, they're very, like, liberal when it comes to religion. Grew up congregationalist, which, as everyone knows, is really the fake religion. Well, not to offend well, I'm, any. Con- I'm not, not going to step in that and let. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to stand on that hill, go right ahead. I grew up congregationalist, and I think it was just kind of like a community gathered together on a Sunday to eat food yeah. and talk about stuff. Yeah, you don't want that fake religion. You want the religion that believes that a woman was impregnated by not having sex. Which one is that? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, boy. So anyway, my mom's text continues. So okay. She changed the menu. We'll have salmon for these people coming over because they're whatever that word is that I said. Pescatarian. That Mm -hmm. one. And then she said 6.30 was supposed to be the dinner time, but these folks called and changed it to 6.15. So the bottom line here, she says, is how much should the guests control the dinner that they're being invited to? Well, if they're 
in if they have things to do, did they give an excuse why they made the time the, the way they did? No. Just was more convenient for them. Uh, well, there you go. So here's, so here's the thing. If they're saying 6.15 rather than 6.30, mm-hmm. dinner's going to get served at 6.30. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're not mm. there at 6.15. That's uh, that's all you do. I mean, it doesn't take long to cook salmon anyway. Right. So your, your mom doesn't have to change anything. But as far as dictating the, the night, you can dictate when you host. More so than when you're inconveniencing somebody else by going to their house. I would think so. And by the way, she put at the end of this, she goes, they're Matt's friends anyway. They're not my friends. They're friends he accumulated on his daily walk around the neighborhood in Vero Beach. So who's who's it? Matt is my stepdad. Matt's your stepdad. Yeah. And uh, stepdad's walking around making friends. All the time. Your mom is like this recluse, like a J.D. Salinger type of person who doesn't want anything to do with any of these people. She and now we got to cook yes. salmon. She is very creative, actually, just like J.D. Salinger. I'm on her side. <laughs> she right. should be able to dictate when and where these people come over and how much portions of salmon they're going to be getting. Mom, Steve has spoken. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's, uh, I would, uh... <laughs> Did you? But you haven't heard how it went, though. I have not. That'll be part two to to be continued. Well, I there suppose, you go. Right. Seven thirty. We got news next to Rock One Hundred Two. Three. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering fourteen hundred hours off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Hey, great news. The 2020 parade season is about to begin. Well, because, you know, we, we had that COVID thing. Intervene. We haven't had a parade in a right? couple of years. So the Holyoke St. Patrick's Parade Committee, in collaboration with the American Legion Post 325, launched what it hopes is the 2020 parade season. A couple of years late, obviously, they did the ceremonial Irish flag raising at the John F. Kennedy Memorial Monument on Appleton Street yesterday. Now, what are they doing with the road race? It's gonna ha- it's gonna happen. Yeah, because yeah, yep. that's where the because I don't know if you've uh, you know you haven't been to this. No, yet. the road race is where the real party is. Yeah, at. Sure, you yeah. want to talk about pe- you know like a th- like a seas of people binge drinking, public urination, vomiting on people's front lawns, mass hysteria, best- dogs and cats living together. It's the best time of the year. Nice. So, well, to answer your question, the road race will be held the day before on right. Saturday, March 19th, and then the parade itself slated for Sunday, March 20th. How about that? There you go. You going to uh, go get your drink on, Dave? Yeah. You going to mm-hmm. go get blasted up at the Holyoke? As, as far as you know, yeah. It's like we're on a rock station, so that's what I got to say, right? Ruin, uh, well, we got all, uh, all poo-pooed at the parade. Hey, uh, well... Okay, there's two different times. There was uh, a time that you walked uh, in the parade. Right. I didn't. Right. And then there was a time that we were on this platform in front of City Hall. Is that that's, the time you're oh, talking yes, about? That's what I I'm talking about. I remember getting blasted on that. Wow. You that see, was time. Uh, what happened? What happened was we uh, we did this uh, online broadcast. We were the first ones to do it, even though WGBY a year later said, we're the first ones to do this. But they weren't the first ones to do it. And uh, we, we did our own parade commentary. We interviewed all these dignitaries, and in the process, we were stealing vodka from the corner of the tent and the, and the side. And why not? Yeah, because uh, see, what they did was is they left bottles of vodka on this uh, on this table. Ooh, with, tactical mistake. But mm-hmm. you know, it's not like here up in the in the in the in the, uh, the kitchen upstairs mm-hmm. here at the radio station where mm-hmm. someone will put their name on something. Right? It, there was no name on the vodka, so it's everybody's vodka. So we're sitting there, and you know, we're enjoying the parade like anybody else. And, of course, that's what we did. We enjoyed ourselves immensely. We got hammered. 
Nice. And yeah. congratulations. Yeah. And oh. it was perfectly legal because we weren't broadcasting on the radio. No. We were only broadcasting online. And you can do all kinds of things online you can't do on the I radio. I don't think we said the F word more than 75 times. I don't think we even hit that number, <laughs> frankly. I lost count at 30. Uh, my favorite St. Patrick's Day parade back in Syracuse where Steve used to listen to my radio show when he was on the school uh, bus. Oh, yeah. It's like bizarro words. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later in the week. But I got to say that my favorite St. Patrick's Day parade in Syracuse was the year that Gomez and I, or somebody else, had the brilliant idea to put us on a float uh-huh. through the parade in the back of the float inside a hot tub. Okay. All right. Great all right. idea. Yeah. Until they figured out Oh, we don't have energy to make the water warm. So you sat in a cold pool. The whole parade. Hell with that. Froze our nads off. Why would you even agree to doing that? (laughs) Well, we thought it was a good idea. We figured somebody would figure out that there needs to be electricity fed well, into the I mean, hot the electri- tub. I mean, there are ways to do these things. They have these buses down in, uh, I think it's Memphis. Is that the, where's the, what's the one that all the city everybody's going to in Tennessee? Is it Memphis or Nashville? What's the big party uh, Like right now it's Memphis. Memphis. That's or, a hotter But town. they have, they, they had those party buses. We talked about that last year. The party buses going around the city. Yeah. And they have the hot tubs in the back. Of course, you're talking about a completely different climate than upstate New York uh, in the middle of spring, which is usually <laughs> 10 degrees below zero. Oh, it was cold that day. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, but there's ways to do that. They, they obviously have methods to do that. Mm-hmm. You just didn't find the right guy to hook up the rig. All they needed was a freaking generator, for Christ's sake, yeah, yeah, and they it, couldn't it, even get that together. It, it, at that point, I would not uh, get into the tub. I would walk home <laughs> to well, my car. Well, we, we had already agreed to do this thing, and management was like, nope, you're in the tub. That's what we promoted all week on the radio. Mm-hmm. You're going in a hot tub, and so we did. Uh, How'd you not get hypothermia? Don't know. How'd you not be, you know, be sent to a hospital after that was done? Who, who says I didn't? Jeez. And by the way, that was my second big promotional event in Syracuse inside a hot tub. The other time was marrying a couple in a hot tub full of cherry jello. Their idea, and by the way, that got on CNN National wow. News. Man, really? I, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited about all the great ideas you're going to be bringing to the table. <laughs> well, you guys could do that stuff. I'm too old to get into yeah, a hot I'm tub. Not, I'm not wasting all that jello. <laughs> I, I think I'm the only able-bodied one in the room that could do that. But <laughs> What does that tell you? You're in. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's not saying much at all. You're right. Hey, Southwick has their master plan advisory committee meetings going on this week to discuss public outreach. And the next generation of Southwick residents will be there to help with the planning. Southwick is employing two high school sophomores from Southwick Regional School to sit on the advisory committee for their master plan. Well, they're going to be the ones to have to pick up the pieces from everything, right? They're the, they're the next generation of Southwick people who well, have to figure out a way to afford their $600,000 homes. Well, but some people, might, some people might say that this is a stupid move. I think it's a great move. Out of the mouths of babes or whatever that phrase well, is. It, it's not like they're the only two people sitting on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They're just two people or, you know, interjecting their crazy teenage ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of need that. You do need that to build a community is to ask everybody. You can't just take the advice of all the adults in town. We've seen what adults can do in elections. It ain't... F- pretty no, i'll tell not. you that exactly right you know i but think this is a great idea i say have all the kids 
but uh, plan. I hope meeting. these uh, these young people are being vetted. Uh, at least uh, you know. Uh, what are your views on a Carvana facility? <laughs> there you go. Oh, that yeah. yes, right. Well, <laughs> I always wanted to put the big coin in the machine and watch the car come down. You're out. That's it. Get out of here. We're not bringing that facility in here. It could be in with that kind of outlook because yeah. I think they could sell tickets to that. The idea of watching the cars come out of the machine in Southwood. Yeah, yeah, but those people have already spoken. They don't want that Carvana anywhere near that town. Next. Next. Well, you know, maybe maybe they can have, uh, like, ideas of developing the, the lakes. You know, the Congamon lakes. You know, you got you had a bunch of... Uh, when were we talking about that a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago? Yep. They want to add more docks. To the lakes, yes, yeah, yeah like 80, 50, 80, 90 more boats in the lake. Yeah, they uh, add some marinara over there. No, that's a marina. <laughs> why? Do, why do, that's wait. a marina. You're thinking of the former ca uh, quarterback for the uh, Miami Dolphins, Dan Marino. <laughs> that's Marino. Yeah, no, you're thinking of uh, <laughs> you're thinking of the type of wool that they make sweaters out of. You're thinking. It's also Marino. Oh, is it Marino? <laughs> I, I had no idea. But, uh, all right, yeah, anyway. Yeah, Steve's not real big into textiles. Anyway. All right, you guys got dogs, yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right, so you'll love this story. It's pretty gross, though. Over in England, there's a plant-based pet food company named Omni. They're offering a dog owner more than $6,000 to switch their pet's diet for two months to their plant-based product. I'll do that. But what you got to do is you got to smell your dog's poop on a daily basis. I do that every day anyway. Yeah, what's, what's the, the difference? difference? Well, <laughs> then you should apply for this gig. Specifically, the company, Omni, looking for a, quote, dedicated dog owner to sniff their dog's poop to test the effect of a plant-based diet on the smell of their dog's poop. Do you remember the day uh, a couple of weeks ago we the three of us went out to lunch and then we come out of the restaurant and all and it was like a nice spring like day it was yeah. very warm and all you could smell was the dog poop from the neighborhood across the street from the shopping plaza and right. you could smell that everywhere that's the thing about like the the I smell it all the time when as soon as the snow melts in the yard all those piles of poo that he left all over all yeah. winter long yeah, are now finally it's, revealing themselves. Now's the winter thaw. Right, yes. Well, you got to get them before they thaw out. Then you don't have to smell them. You just pick them up while they're still frozen. Oh, poopsicles. Yes. Is that what you're looking at? Exactly. Okay. That's it. Uh, the winning applicant, by the way, will be paid $6,685.82 for reporting on their dog's frequency of bowel movements, the odor of the poop, and other things like energy levels, behavior, sleep patterns, weight, and fur conditions. Applications are being accepted on the company's website through March 31st. I say you should apply. I'm going to definitely apply. Yeah, I'm pretty sure dogs are supposed to be eating meat, not vegetables. Well, okay. Well, otherwise they would have been eating vegetables already. So you're out, Bax. I'm out. Steve, you're in. Well, I'm in, and you know what? This is a lot better than, you know, collecting samples from a blanket that he humped, you know, <laughs> to do some medical research, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole different deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they won't pay you for that. You want some of this puppy chow, boy? I got it for you. <laughs> Finally, a man from Colchester, Connecticut is being charged with criminal mischief after state police saw two people spray painting graffiti under a highway bridge. You can't do that. An investigation revealing that 29-year-old Kevin LaPointe was spray painting his, quote, Tag. He was taken into custody and charged with criminal mischief. He has several previous arrests for similar crimes in Connecticut and in Massachusetts.
Well, he's a he's a habitual tagger. Yes, is what he is. Yes, I a always, master tagger. He is a master tagger. Yeah, I always wondered how those guys get up on yeah, like down on ninety one. Uh, like when you're coming around that curve, right? And there's that big like some cement wall. Yeah, and like right in the middle of the cement wall is like spray paint. And I'm like, how the hell did they did they like rappel down the side of the mountain or the side of the cliff there to? To tag that thing, I'm always amazed on how it, people. Sometimes it almost feels like these guys are defying gravity to get over there and yeah. to hang themselves to to a way in which in which they could actually create their art. Well, I, I get that. Like, th- like there's probably some tactical way that they're doing this. But how do you not get caught? Like, th- it seems like there would be a lot of time put into figuring out how do I not fall down onto the onto the pavement and get. Uh, Killed like a deer by an right. 18-wheeler. Like, how do, you, how do they do that without getting caught? I, 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 the last time I took the train from New Haven to uh, to New York, mm-hmm. there's, a, you know, there's a bunch of areas, you know, heading into into Grand Central where people are, are you know, tagging walls. And you want to, like, how are they not getting killed doing this? How are they not touching that third rail? How are they not getting clipped by a an oncoming train? It never made any sense to me. By the way, the story reported on the website of 2010 includes a picture of Kevin LaPointe's, quote, tag that he put in graffiti underneath the bridge. I don't, what is a tag? Is that his own personal icon? What is that? It's like uh, they were creating NFTs before NFTs were a thing. It would uh, define who you were and uh, what, uh, you know, group you were a part of. Well, did you see the picture of his tag, by the way? It's very interesting. It looks like some of the icons you're describing in the emoji weather that you're doing. I I didn't see. I'll have to to take a look at it. And and speaking of the weather, highs in the high 20s today, low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. Coming up in the next 10 minutes, we've got some monkey business. And now hear this on Rock 102. Hey, hey. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.52 and Led Zeppelin with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Going to be uh, the on-light indicator today with a high of 28 <laughs> uh, tomorrow. Two big puffy things in the sky and a high of 40. It's uh, 20 right now in downtown Springfield. I hope you never run out of descriptions for icons. No, I'll have this, to keep making them up. This makes total sense to me. I'd stick with it. The emoji weather from... From Steve on Rock 102. We're going with that. Now hear this. I'm so glad to hear that. You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this with Bax, Steve, and Dave in the morning on Rock 102. Yes, now hear this. (laughs) Boo-boo? Yeah, that was the voice guy's little comedy uh, tag, I guess. Well, I'm glad we edited that before we aired it. (laughs) I would think you'd say boo-boo after we were done. Boo-boo. Yeah, that's a boo-boo. <laughs> this is Now Hear This, where we present some timely sound clips based yeah. on some topical stories that we have gathered here okay. at Rock 102. Okay, we ready to go? Yes. All right, so Now Hear This, clip number one. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Yes, the iconic scene from Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes because scientists are cultivating a flock of odd creations called chimeras. What they're doing is they're injecting human cells into mice, rats, pigs, cows, and monkeys. And the ethicists are like 
crazy over this yeah, whole well, thing. Well, you know, you don't you don't want to you know, mix species together. It's, you know, I mean, I've seen all of the uh, uh, of the uh, Planet of the Apes films, every single one of them, and I know. But when you start getting monkeys who can talk, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Humans can't deal with it. At well, all. I don't think uh, we should be... Have we not had enough science fiction movies like Jurassic Park and all these other things that uh, would tell us uh, don't mess with the animals. Yeah. Don't mess with genealogy. Don't right, mess right. with DNA. Don't do that. Yeah, so Jeff Goldblum says, you know, nature finds a way. You know, and they it does. I uh, mean, when you start giving nature a yeah. break like this... And Yes, and when I take all my scientific advice, I take it from Jeff Goldblum. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good call. The scientists are hoping that this new combination of human cells with animal cells might one day be used to grow human organs for transplants. But wouldn't you get monkey organs, too? It would seem that way, that you'd get some sort of strange hybrid, right? I would think, I so. think so. Kind of yeah. like these cars that they're cranking out now. I mean, like, yeah, if you got like a, like a, like a, like a pig valve, you know, that, you know, okay, that's the whole thing. But that's not like the whole, you're not like getting like a, like a pig liver, Right. Well, you could get a pig liver, but uh, you don't want to. No, I don't think I'd wrong. I don't yeah. think I'd want to. In the latest advances in this research, scientists in the U.S. and China teaming together and announcing earlier this month that they made embryos that combined human and monkey cells yeah, for the first. Yes, it's happening. So far, these human monkey combos are no more than bundles of little cells in a Petri dish in a lab somewhere. Roddy McDowell would be spinning in his gray right now if he knew this was actually going to happen. you got to do it the natural way. Uh, I was just watching bird porn yeah, last night. That's a thing? That's how turduckins are made. I fe- Today oh, no I learned how, to, how a turducken was made. It was, uh, two <laughs> bird porn? Yeah, it was a, a duck and a turkey uh, going at it, and uh, they're like, oh, we had a little turducken. Yeah, oh, right. he's going to be sweet meat when he's uh, of age. <laughs> Does that produce dark meat or white meat, by the way? Uh, you'd like to say, oh, yeah. that's for me to know and you to find out, my friend. That's it. <laughs> well, look out, folks. That's all I'm saying is that the day will come yeah. when all these science fiction movies are going to come freaking true. Well, they already are. You know, we, we talk about, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Ukraine thing and how people are freaking out. And all they do is share memes like, like they're some geopolitical expert. Uh, but in reality, it's like, don't look up. You know, we're just oblivious to what's really going on. Yeah. We have no idea. Just turn your head the other way. It's not even happening. <laughs> it's, it's just about 757 a Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m., and 9 a.m. It is almost 8 a.m. on Rock 102. The weather for today, highs in the high 20s and highs in the low 40s tomorrow and Wednesday. I'm sorry, unlike Steve, I don't have the ability to convert that into emojis or icons. The weather is brought to you by Serve You Locksmiths. They've got a key for that. St. James Avenue, Springfield, or serveyoulocksmiths.com. Time for your two-second sports on Rock 102, starting with hockey. The Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Hershey this Friday night and Providence Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center. The Bruins are on the road. They're in Los Angeles to take on the Kings at 10.30 tonight. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Basketball, the Celtics fell flat in Indiana against the Pacers. Indiana beating the Celts 128-107 to yesterday. And the Sixers topped the Knicks 125-109. to James Harden... 
looking good for his new team in Philadelphia. 29 points for him, and Joel Embiid had 37 for Philly in the win. Golf at the PGA Honda Classic in Palm Beach, Florida. Daniel Berger blew it. He had a five-shot lead going into the final round, but shot a 74. And that paved the way for Sepp Straka to win, coming from five shots back to become the first Austrian victor in PGA Tour history. And Vasily Lomachenko, ESPN's number eight pound-for-pound boxer, has traded in his boxing gloves for fatigues and joined his comrades in the Ukrainian army. As the country attempts to fend off an invasion from Russia, Lomachenko has won two Olympic gold medals and hopes to have a few more against the Russians in the war. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax has his eye on the Major League Baseball deadline today on Rock 102. Holiday. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, great news, everybody. Only 30 days left before the Boston Red Sox are scheduled opening their regular season at fan-friendly Fenway Park against Tampa Bay. And there are only seven days left to go before the Sox are supposed to face Pittsburgh to kick off their preseason schedule. There's just one small problem. Unless Major League Baseball and the Players Union can stop acting like a bunch of a-holes by the end of today, the league will be forced to cancel regular season games, which hasn't happened since 1994, when I was but a mere 28 years old. Oh, I was young and impetuous back then, bursting with a fresh-eyed optimism that baseball would resolve their differences because, after all, these negotiations are being performed by professionals who knew what they were doing. They were going to cancel games over a little squabble over... Who was going to get paid and by whom? That would have seemed crazy. And yet back then they canceled the 1994 season with 44 games left to play. Scrapped the entire postseason, including the World Series. Then they scheduled the entire 1995 season with replacement players, making us endure 144 games played with nothing but union-busting scabs until they finally resolved their differences in late September. That's the sort of half-rate garbage that baseball is willing to do to itself in order to make a point. Of course, if I'm a baseball player making an average salary of $5 million a year, then I should be able to tighten my belt and find a way to make ends meet during the duration of the lockout. And if I'm an owner, I'm already worth a few hundred million dollars. I might be able to hold on for just a little bit longer than the guy who's not. But for the rest of us who are looking forward to watching a little baseball this season, I think you will find that your opinions are not that important and that baseball isn't being played for you. It's being played for themselves, which is what you youngsters will discover when they fail to reach an agreement tonight and start canceling games tomorrow because that's what baseball is really all about. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills, and they say that the Weber Genesis grills are the best. Well, you know what? Weber Genesis grills are on sale all month long at Rocky's. Get a good deal now and get ready for a delicious summer of grilling with your new Weber from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, Classic. Rock. Not so quiet riot on Rock 102 with Bax, Steve, and Dave. Good morning. Going to be a blinky yellow thing in the sky today uh, with a high of 28. Uh, tomorrow, you're going to see some two throw pillows, perhaps, uh, white in color and a high of 40. It is uh, <laughs> a blue uh, circle with some lines coming out of it and 20 right now in downtown Springfield. Before we get into uh, the thick of uh, of the menu here, before we get into that, 
Yeah, uh, off the air, we were saying, oh, oh, quiet riot. You guys sleep on a quiet, quiet riot here. Do you realize that they were the first metal band to have a number one album? Really? Well, yes, it's true. Wow. And How about that? Yeah, so, you know, when you say, oh, my God, I can't believe we're playing Quiet Riot, believe me, they earned their place in history. They did, but we could also play other songs by Quiet Riot. Name five. Uh, that other one? Yep. <laughs> the third one? There you go. Sure. The, uh, the sixth one? Yes. Uh, number 14? Yep. And number 27? And the B-side. That's right. Now give me five more. All right. You got to... <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, was that Jizzy Pearl on lead vocals on that particular Quiet no, Riot song? No, or? that was uh, Kevin Debro. Oh, okay. I don't know who this jizzy guy is, but for the love of Jesus. Who's that? One of the lead vocalists in Quiet Riot. And I'm looking right on the Wikipedia page. Not that we can trust that, I guess. I think he may be the guy that replaced Kevin DeBro, who died from, like, alcohol poisoning. Or, you know, good standard rock star death. Like, you know, the kind you expect. It was uh, Jizzy McGuire, I believe, uh, where (laughs) Steven Tyler showed up on the show. See, everything comes full circle, Dave. (laughs) Everything comes full circle. See, no, I I thought that was the, the, uh, the fake name that Rod Stewart used on that one thing that he was most known for. You don't know the Rod Stewart story? Oh, the j- yes. With the stomach pumping. Yes. You don't know that one? Yes, yes. That guy will go to his grave fighting that uh, that rumor. Mm-hmm. And there's apparently no truth to it at all. Well, good. That's good to is, hear. Which is good to know. Yeah. What about that Richard Gere gerbil thing? I bet you there's some truth to that, too. I don't know if there is. Well, I, don't, I don't know if the man becomes a human habit trail by choice or what it, is, or what it becomes. <laughs> or the Jamie Lee Curtis both sexual organs rumor. Is yeah, that I've true? I've heard that one, too. Yes. I don't know if that's true, uh, either. That's true. Or <laughs> you, you, got, you got proof of that. Oh, I've got pictures, my friend. Or the Milton Berle organ size, yeah. which yeah. allegedly was right. very impressive. Yeah. I think we've talked to people that have actually seen it really? and said it's 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 much more impressive in real life than any rumor that wow. could ever be spread. Uh, so uh, really the reason why we're gathering here this morning is to uh, alert the listeners. Uh, I'm sure they've all recognized that something might be different here this morning. And, was uh, it the Quiet Riot song we played? I think that's what it was. And they're saying the same thing I was. Why couldn't we play any number one of their other number one hits? Right? Because that was the yeah. only one they had. Uh, but uh, Dave, uh, welcome Dave uh, to the Rock 102 Morning Show. Present. Yeah, by the way. That. Present. Present. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few know. questions for you, Dave. Okay. Go ahead. Questions you for got, me. You got questions? Yeah. What's you? Uh, what's your go-to song for karaoke night? Go-to song karaoke. It would be uh, ABBA "Dancing Queen." Oh, is, look at you! All right, one. Yeah, number that's one. That's a good one. <laughs> Bax, do you have any questions for Dave? Uh, would "Voulez-vous" be your number two for uh, ABBA? Couchez avec moi, ce soir. No, that that. Come on, Dave. You know better. <laughs> you know better to mix up uh, you, 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 LaBelle and ABBA. I mean, that's, that's two totally different musical groups. <laughs> I like them both, man. What can I say? All right. Uh, uh, let's see. What is the uh, not to get into uh, to real uh, you know medical privacy? I'll bring it on. Issues, Did, I don't care about HIPAA. Uh, what was your most painful injury? My most painful injury was a, a broken nose twice during college. Uh-huh. Once during a soccer game. Once during a basketball game. Not uh, from being beat up by anybody. No, it wasn't. But by the way, also, the fixing of the broken nose mm-hmm. also very painful. Where the doctor brings you in and then he quote measures the outside of your nose with this 
pitch kind of tuning fork like thing, right. and then he shoves it in your nose and yeah. goes wham. No kidding. Across the bridge of your nose with his hand to straighten out your nose. That was also very painful. Damn, that, that is sounds painful. painful. That sounds that's almost worse than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, bee sting almost killed me. By the way, when I was eight, you're allergic to bee stings. I I was, and I've been through the whole. Because we were injection gonna, program, there. we're going to see if you want to fill in for us on uh, Honey Honey Day uh, in uh, Westfield. Hey. Is there a Honey Day day up there? Honey Day, yeah, with like real live bees, bee like you know, potentially deadly bees. Oh yeah, we could do that. For I, I've yeah. been stung. I've been stung since I was desensitized years ago, and I, right, I'm, I'm okay. I'm here, All but right. I almost died in rural Vermont when we were living in Wilmington at the time and dirt road and nobody was near me and I got stung on the ankle, swelled up my whole body there. Some woman borrowed in her Jeep, picked me up, got me to the hospital and saved my life. Was Apparently. she hot? I, I was eight. Uh, what, what do I know about somebody uh, hot? Eight years eight, old. Eight. It was you a good-looking lady? I would, Steve, if you find a hot woman in Wilmington, <laughs> <laughs> chances are she's from out of town. And she was driving a Jeep. Come on. I mean, well, yeah, chicks with Jeeps are pretty hot. Well, man, that's what I'm asking. Not in 1967 they were. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's a different time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the two radio stations you have on in your vehicle at all times? Well, Rock 102 and Laser 99.3 and 98.5. Oh, I'm sorry. We were looking for Zito and the Kellogg crew. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's where I get my Never heard of these them. days. <laughs> Never heard of them. Never. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, you did the uh, the broken nose thing. Worst disease you've ever had. Worst disease I've ever had. Um Gosh, have I had a bad disease? I think I I had leptospirosis one time. The hell is that? You ingest some uh, water in a foreign country, maybe when you're floating down a river. Okay. And you get horrible things happening to your body, similar like, to like, food. Like Just, a parasite. Yes, similar to food poisoning. How many pillows do you sleep with? Uh, four. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. Yeah, right now. Four. <laughs> four? Yes. How do you do four? Well, just in case. I mean, you know, one of these times I'm going to get lucky. Wait a minute. You're you're not you're not you're not using a pillow for that purpose, no, are you? No, I'm saying if I have a part a friend sleep over, you I know, see. which it's, it's been a while. Oh, so you're not using four for yourself. You're sh you're, you're you're like divide like two and two. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it, and the other two, you know, again, just in case when that moment happens. Yeah, it's a goose down pillow, not goose goes down. <laughs> pillow. You got to remember that. There's two different things there. But it's important, by the way. I'm yeah. glad you brought up the pillow thing because you have to have different styles of pillow. You got to right. have the squishy one. You got to have the flat, hard one. And you've got to have various ones in between because sometimes you can't get to sleep and you need a different style pillow. That's it's all guy. I'm saying. It's gay. See what's going on here, Bex? What's going on here, This Steve? guy's educating us about pillows. I didn't realize there was so much to know about pillows. Well, but he's got a whole science to it. Yeah. What and what? What are your pillow habits then? I have two pillows. Okay. One, uh, one to go under the other one under my head. Right. Yeah. That's I, it. I, okay. I, have, I start off with three pillows because mm -hmm. the way our mattress uh, is, mm -hmm. one of them always falls behind the mattress. So then, at the very least, I've got two. Gotcha. So there you go. So it's a mathematical elimination throughout the night. And are any of your pillows from Mike Lindell? <laughs> no. No, no, I don't think so. No. My ideologies are, but not, not my pillows. <laughs> your ideologies are nowhere near that guy. Uh, yes, they are. No, they're not. I'm going to go unplug a voting machine right now. <laughs> uh, uh, what are two of your pet peeves? Uh, people who go too slowly in the left-hand lane, which is the speeding lane and the passing lane. Okay. I, I hate that. And then also in traffic, when people cut you off 
because they wait till the very end to merge. And then, oh, they're more important than I am, so they've got to get in ahead of me in the traffic in order to merge into the lane. When they could have done it a half a mile back when they saw the traffic developing. But did you ever think that uh, maybe uh, that person, uh, as annoying as that might be, might have to be somewhere and uh, maybe having an emergency. Okay, yeah. they, they're, they're they, showing a great deal of uh, of uh, lack of consideration. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All, all right, guys. So very are, impatient. What are your pet peeves then? Uh, well, uh, I didn't write them down while we were off the air, but I have plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you guys are surprising me with all these questions. I this was not. I was not prepared for these. Well, that's the whole point of yeah. this thing. Yeah. We're not supposed to be prepared. Right. You realize we're thing. supposed to submit the questions. Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. My pet peeves are uh, Bax and Dave. Uh, that's uh, how. <laughs> that's good. You Dave. two. I, uh, yeah. What about you, Bax? What are your two pet peeves? Uh, let's see. I don't like. Uh, I won't eat Miracle Whip. Okay. Won't do it. I'm off the Miracle Whip. And uh, let's see. I don't like... Um, Dismissiveness? Dismissiveness. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Those are my... Those are my, Well, no, actually, to be fairness, in all fairness, my my two big uh, pet peeves are sex with older women and bear traps. Those are my two big bugaboos right there. Mm. Oh, I love the bear trap. Thing. I don't like bear traps. Now, you get your leg caught in there, that hurts. See, this is how we're different. Yes. You're yin, I'm yang. Dave's just in for the ride here. Uh, well, I wait like a bear traps. He doesn't right. like bear traps. So wait, which which is yin and which is yang, by the way, and that's that symbol. The China, so one's black, one's white. Which is on the left? Which is on the right? I don't know. They, they never tell you. And then am I the little, maybe I'm the little dot. Right in the center. There you go. The You're the Edward. Can we refer to you as the hole in the middle? <laughs> sure. Whatever right. Whatever floats your boat. All right. We don't have a lot of time, so let me throw this one at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe uh, your last fist fight. All right. I have never had a fist fight in my life. Really? The total truth. Never. I have never been in a fist fight. No one life. has ever hauled off and no. punched you right in the suck. Nor have I done that to another human being. I... Have a really hard time believing no one has ever punched you in the face. <laughs> you got a very punchable face. I'm not saying that in an insulting way. I'm just saying that you went this whole time in your life and nobody has ever punched you in the face. I'm. I get. I don't. I can't explain it. But I. I'm. I wouldn't want to do that to another human being. It's the first done. time for everything in there. Hey, Come on over here, black. Well, is, it, is this because you don't uh, necessarily provoke, or would you say? You're running away like a coward. Yeah, are you good at running away? <laughs> no, I avoid conflict at any cost. All right, because that I, is part of the issue. Because I'm a coward. I'm a, I'm a runaway mm-hmm. type of coward okay. every single time. Yeah, Steve? But, but the problem is I'm a runaway coward too, but we're so big that we can't get away fast enough, and that's when we get our asses kicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fight. So you got, uh, you're got you like an athlete, aren't you? I used to be. <laughs> well, don't you do, I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you do like, uh, did I see you did personal training or something? Or no, you, I, 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 yeah. I, I cycle a lot. I yeah. used to run. I can't run anymore. I play a lot of racket sports. I like doing that. And I play golf, but that's really not exercise. That's more like a, an excuse to drink. I, I like running rackets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I cause get, a racket. Yeah, I got this DJ business on the side. That's a racket. That right is there. a racket. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I capitalize on people's misfortune uh, when they get married. <laughs> <laughs> by charging them exorbitant yeah. amounts. That's right. But there I, you go. I never got punched, by the way, although the same girl in sixth grade who stabbed me in the leg with the pencil, because yeah. I told you guys that story, yep. yeah. also kicked me in the shins, Denise Olin. So you kind of did get your ass kicked in some aspect. I did. By, by Denise Olin. <laughs> by a girl. By a girl. And I, and I did not retaliate.
Well, you should have. Well, well, I thought it was a sign of love. Well, you I, see, that's exactly it. If a girl is stabbing you, it's usually because she loves you or <laughs> exactly. hot for you. That's usually how I it believe works that's out. the uh, one month anniversary gift is graphite. <laughs> graphite, <laughs> in the, graphite to lead yeah. in the quadriceps. <laughs> lead, lead poisoning in the skin. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Well, we've, I think we've learned quite a lot here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's eight twenty-two on Rock One Hundred Two. Two with Bax, Steve, and Dave, and we're going to find out exactly how hot. We are for teacher with Steve's emoji weather. Oh, it's going to yeah. be a uh, big ball of fire in the sky today with a uh, with a high of 28 tomorrow. Uh, more Stay Puff marshmallows with a high of 40. And uh, <laughs> I, see, I see that big uh, God's flashlight out there right now, Shannon. It's uh, 20 in downtown Springfield. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, uh, not to... Not to bring the show down to like a a screaming dead halt or anything like that. You can't but do any more than worse than we are now. No, I understand that. But uh, a couple of deaths happened last week, and because you know we weren't on the air, or you know I was on vacation, to get a chance to address either one of them. Mm-hmm. The amazing Jonathan died on the uh, the twenty second. This is a guy we've had on the show, I think at least. A couple of times. John died? No, J- the amazing Jonathan. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, comedian, prop comic. In fact, I think we talked to Steve Byrne. Uh, Steve Burns, the uh, comic that did a yeah. documentary about his uh, J- amazing Jonathan's battle with cancer. It's a, oh. it's a hell of a story. Sad. And it was a very sad. Amazing Jonathan was very, very funny. And for a while, he was like, a, like one of the top drawing comics in America. Now, is he better or worse at prop comedy than Carrot Top and Gallagher? He was um, way better. Way okay. better. He Much was, better. He was very funny. I mean, Carrot Top can be funny, but... You know, this guy, he just had a way about these magic tricks that he would do, and you, it would be just completely unexpected. You would think he would, he'd be trying to lead, like he'd bring somebody up from the audience, and you, you, you're like, I'm going to cut you in half, and yep. then it winds up with him cutting his arm off and yep. the blood splurting all over the all over the place. It was, it was very funny. It was let, hilarious. Let me recommend, by the way, along this same line, Magic for Humans. It's on Netflix. Yep. Fantastic. And this, right. this guy has a grasp of show business like no other magician I've ever seen. Well, if you, uh, if you check out any videos on uh, YouTube of, very, of the Amazing Jonathan... Absolutely hilarious. And how about how old was he? When he, he was uh, 63. Okay. Uh, the other celebrity death that happened last week, and this is actually a, a real sad one, uh, Mark Lanigan, who was with the Screaming Trees, Queens of the Stone Age. Yep. He was with uh, Mad Season for a while, the Gutter Twins. You're saying Gloria? No, that's uh, Laura Branigan, oh, but you're, okay, you're very, very close. <laughs> but Mark Lanigan also had a bunch of solo records, like 11 solo records. The guy was prolific. And one of the coolest freaking voices you've ever heard. Yep. yep. And uh, he died last week at the age of 57. He had uh, COVID and it went real bad. In fact, he was uh, in a coma for months and months as he was being intubated. And and uh, he died last week. And uh, it, it, that's a real tough one because, I mean, that's, that this guy was a, was a brilliant musician. He was gravelly voice, too, like you were talking about there. Uh, a lot of drug and alcohol issues over the years. I yeah, know that. but he was the kind of guy whose voice sounded like he was smoking 15 packs of cigarettes a day. Yep. Like Wolfman Jack? Not that, ru- just like dry and uh, painful, but 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 a really great voice. I mean, the guy just was. Uh, just, it's a very unique sound, and some great songs too. So, again, I wanted to just point that out because we didn't get a chance to uh, to mention either one of those guys last week. This is like the in memoriam section of the Oscars. Well, yeah, you know, you wanna you wanna show a little love and respect uh, when you have to, and you know, amazing Jonathan was on our show, and I've been a fan of Lanigans for a long time. Well, things come in threes along these lines, so that's two performers. Any bets on who would be next? 
Justin Bieber I've had for a long time. <laughs> I, I think he's going to be around for a while. Yeah. I, mean, really, yeah, I really, truly do. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking uh, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I'm crossing my fingers against like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. I, nah, I hope those it. guys go on forever. They won't, but Keith will. <laughs> it's uh, 8.33. News is next to Rock 102. Still struggle. 8.35. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Russian troops pushing deeper into Ukraine. Tensions continuing to rise. And people all over the world, including here in Western Mass, are showing support for Ukraine. Yesterday, a prayer service in East Long Meadow. Community members there gathering to express solidarity with Ukraine. And other groups doing things as well. Donations accepted at Full Gospel Church in Westfield. And St. Peter's and Paul Ukrainian Catholic Church in Ludlow. You know, I know a lot of people are very upset about uh, this whole Ukrainian situation. And I, and I get it. I'm with you on this one not real happy uh, with the russians right now and, and and who among us would be but if you really want to get uh, right down to what will hurt vladimir putin the most mm-hmm. this story was uh, available on espn this morning uh, amid russia's invasion of ukraine vladimir putin's honorary president status by the international judo federation has now been suspended ha! so take that putin take that You know, though, that's actually not a bad idea because he's a guy who believes, you know, he's better than everybody else and he's a a tyrant. Yeah, right. So when somebody takes away this prestigious title of, to him, that might be really important. And that's, uh, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care, uh, you know, he just really wants to take occupation of this country. But, well, I didn't realize that the International Judo Federation needed an honorary president. Mm-hmm. Good point. And why him? Why did he why did he get that at all? There's got to be somebody else uh in the dojo worth uh, worth getting that uh, presidency. He probably paid for it. Plain and simple. It's the same way he pays people to play horrible hockey against him. Have you seen these games where oh, yeah. he scores like dozens of hat tricks in yeah, a hockey yeah, game yeah. where the opponents are like, "Oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Vladimir score again." You <laughs> You fall down, okay? I kick you in the face. Makes me look good. Do it. So they ought to do that as yeah. a further sanction. Well, there start, you go. Start playing him tougher in these hockey games that well, he's associated isn't with. it nice to know that the International Judo Federation is doing the right good. thing? Well, this guy gets knocked out. Does a uh, squirrel appear out of nowhere and go, and now here's something you'll really like. <laughs> Thanks hey, for- Rock, what if he pulled a rabbit out of my hat? More Rocky and Bullwinkle. His moose is squirrel. (laughs) Button up his sleeve. Presto. (laughs) Hey, sanctions continuing against Russia with vodka as well. In New Hampshire, the governor, Chris Sununu, saying Saturday that he'd signed an executive order requiring state outlets to remove Russian-made and Russian-branded spirits from all liquor and wine stores until further notice. We should really be banning the uh, Russian bride websites. That'll cut them right off. Yeah, that, that'll that'll yeah. collapse their entire economy. That right. was it's going to cut me off for another my next marriage. I mean, that's where I was going. Well, like, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. There's plenty of Ukrainian women out there okay. that are just as good as those Russian ladies. <laughs> so, uh, other than vodka, what else are we getting from them? Yeah, you know, the Russians. I mean, do we, are we getting anything else? Any products? Any any services? Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm trying to look it up and see. Okay, so. 
you know, they 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 export natural gas to Europe, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a problem. But you know, what do we what do we get? Hockey players into the NHL on occasion, I suppose. I don't, I don't know if that's enough for a full boycott. Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, they import uh, textile or they export to us textiles, materials, various clothing items uh, for things, medicines. Uh, computers and computer parts. That's a huge th- uh, thing in Russia. And various types of auto vehicles and car spare parts. I'm reading that uh, we also uh, import from Russia inorganic chemicals and fertilizers. I'm pretty sure as Americans, we could we could develop our own fertilizers. Yeah, I think we could. Enough people spread their own crap in this country. Now, we don't need the Russian crap. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh didn't have to go to Russia to get that fertilizer. He got it right down the street at his local uh, neighborhood hardware store. That's exactly right, Steve. Plus, we got Teddy Ballgame from Russia, for crying out loud. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Right? We got him. Yeah. That was a good plus. When you say Teddy Ballgame, you're not referring to the splendid splinter himself, Ted Williams. No, no, The Russian character by John Malkovich in Rounders. All right, because if you're going to start talking bad about Ted Williams, I'm coming over there for your first fist fight. Ted Ted Williams doesn't really have a head for business anymore. Oh, listen to you. Do I have to fight both of you? But he does have a bod for sin. That's true. I'm going to have the both of you. I'm dropping the gloves. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I took a course in college in which we read The Art of Hitting by Ted Williams. Oh, it's a classic. Part of the syllabus was that, Moby Dick and Parts of the Bible, along with Einstein's biography. The title of the course was Ritual and Freedom, Melville, Einstein, and Baseball. I got a credit was, for that. Was, was the name of the class books that have nothing to do with each other? It was. Uh, by the way, it was Religion 476. It was my senior year, and I needed a gut course. Religion 476? Yes. You went to a Catholic school, I would imagine. No, it had nothing to do with religion either, except that there were parts of the Bible in the syllabus that meant nothing to the course. The guy that taught it was also a member of my fraternity softball team, and at the end of the semester, he asked me what I wanted for a grade. He asked me. He said, what would you like for a grade for the class? And, and I, wh- I said... I don't know. I've participated in class. Give me a B plus. He goes, I'll give you an A minus. Why didn't you just say A plus? I should have. You could have gotten a better yeah. deal I'm, out of this. I'm humble. What do you want? I'm, I, I, if a my, guy is telling you, hey, how should I grade you on this? Or like, hey, how much should I pay you for this job? Right. You shoot for the moon. My friends tell me I let others take advantage of me all the time. Yeah, that's I, one of my yeah. big weaknesses. I don't. I don't see how that's possible. Hey, I Steve, somebody take advantage of you. But. Get a lot of this guy. Uh, I know. Get a lot of this guy. He's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. You don't have to apologize. You're the, you're the one who winds up suffering. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I did get the A minus, by the way. So I got that going for oh, me. Which well, was nice. I had an A. Could have. I mean, you could have said A plus, and he would have given you an A. Probably yeah. would have because he was a friend of mine on the softball team I played on during college. Did so, he yeah. Did he wipe his feet on your shirt with that welcome mat on your back? <laughs> I bet he did. He probably did. What's next, Dave? How about left turns on busy roads? They're trying to do away with them, according to a study out of Penn State. They say that it, things would be better and traffic patterns would be a lot smoother if we just made left turns illegal. Researchers using a bunch of algorithms to figure out the best way to keep traffic moving and prevent accidents. And these simulations found out that traffic would be better if we banned left turns at intersections. Well, we, uh, I remember UPS being the pioneer in the let's do all our routes with only right turns. So they set it up where the truck doesn't have to make very many lefts at all. Right. It makes right turns and that saves on fuel. 
because you're not waiting and idling for a light to change. You're mm-hmm. just completely going, and in most in most cases, you can turn on red, you know, from an intersection. So uh, maybe they're onto something here. All right, but let's say uh, I'm driving out of Holyoke, going into West Springfield on Route Five. I'm on Riverdale Street. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, really, really want to go to the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I have to make a left turn to get there. Mm-hmm. You do. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go to the Arby's instead. Yes. Now, let's, let's call it what it is. Nobody wants to go to either place. <laughs> are but they, I'm going to have to make a left turn to get to where I want to go. Gotcha. But that's the thing. Are they, are they saying we'll ban left turns completely or only ban left turns like uh, frequency of... Uh, you know how many times you can turn left on like a stretch of road. Ban them completely at more in, at more intersections. <coughs> never is take. all they're saying. Or maybe they just set it up so that like in some cities you have one way streets like alternating. You yeah. know, one or the other. And, you, and I think some of that exists in downtown Springfield, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, but not that much. I mean, listen, I like taking my left turns like anybody else. You know, we, we here in this part of the country are very lucky. That we don't have to deal with, like you go to Florida, you know how long those traffic lights are. They're it's terrible. It's like five to six minutes. You're waiting for a light to change, and then you got you know, it's all this like, traffic going by left and right. We don't have to do that. I don't think. What's the longest light around here? That I, I always felt the longest light sh- was uh, Shaker Road and Chestnut. Yeah, that's right. A, that's a pretty right long by uh, right by American Saw La Fiorentina. Yes, that's a very long one. Too. Yes. And it's uh, it's grueling waiting. I mean, if I want to go into La Fiorentina for my Schwoyadel, I don't want to be waiting around forever. Maybe that's the. I mean, that's what they thought about when we marketed this place. Hey, we want all the people here to enjoy these pastries that we make that's every it. single day. And if we have them waiting at the light long enough, they're going to go. There you know what? I'm going to stop in there one of these days. You know, th- I go there all the time, and I'm telling you right now. Uh, y- you know, I'm not waiting all day at a stoplight for my uh, for my cannolis. Oh, my biscottis. By the way. Yeah. Went to uh, get some Chester's chicken. How was it? <sighs> really? They came so highly recommended. That, yeah. That's it not was, good, it by the way. It was like, uh, you know, when uh, when George was sitting in the restaurant with that uh, new boss of his, and uh, they were all trying to tell, take the piece of the pie, but yeah. the cook in the back had done something to the, uh, the, the you know, to the pie. Sure. Uh, that's how I felt. Like, uh, yeah. or maybe he just got it on a bad day. I don't know. You know, uh, it, it, it's like it's it's like heater chicken. You know what I mean? Like it's sitting in a vat all day in one of those red lights under, you know, burning out my rods and cones. Yeah, red no, lights, I get you it. Know? Got to find a good uh, fried chicken place. By the way, that sound you made similar to the sound that androgynous Pat used to make on Saturday night. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, not to be confused with the androgynous Pat that hosts Afternoon Drive here on Rock 102. Hey, you're not going to last you know, he's, long, sir. He's very I'm sensitive sorry. about that. Yeah, you realize he's very, that. Yeah, he's uh, very... <laughs> I mean, you could talk about his height. You could talk about that long intro, but don't talk about the androgyny. Okay. That'll yeah. make him crazy. Right, thanks so, for the tip. Today might be the first day you get punched in the face <laughs> by somebody. Well, in his case, yeah, maybe your knee Punched perhaps. in the groin. I was yeah. going to say. It's like Foghorn Leghorn. You just put your hand on his forehead. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to get me a chicken. Get me a chicken. Get I'll away say, from me, boy. Say, you bother me. <laughs> you bother me, boy. Right, right. Highs in the high 20s today, low 40s for tomorrow and Wednesday. And coming up, we still got to talk about the worst dog name in history. Straight ahead on Rock 102.
Hey, man. Good to see you again. How's things? Uh, you know, same thing. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.53 in the Red Hot Chili Peppers with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. A blinky yellow thing in the sky today with a high of 28. Uh, tomorrow, uh, puffy pillows with a high of 40. It is a blue uh, round thing with some lines sticking out of it and 21 in downtown Springfield. Reddit is one of my favorite places to go mm-hmm. for funny stuff. And here's a pretty funny thing from Reddit. A man... Recently was on Reddit explaining how he wanted to name his dog something funny to create more joy in his life. Now, you guys do have dogs. I think we established that. What are your dog's names? Uh, my dog name is Lou. Lou. Pretty, that's a good name. Yeah. Wally. Wally and Lou. Yeah. Wally and Lou. All right, I don't have a dog at the moment, but I've had plenty of dogs, and none of them like this name. This guy on Reddit explaining how, in order to create more joy in his life, he named his new lab puppy Woof. Woof. And apparently, some of the friends like it, others don't. And his mom refuses to walk the dog now because, as she explains, it would be too embarrassing to walk through a park and yell, Woof! Come here, Woof! That's not so bad. That's not bad. I mean, uh... Remember that song that Red Peters uh, did a few years ago? Oh, Stains. A dog named Stains? uh, Yeah, yeah, come here, Stains. There you go. Now, that is an embarrassing name for a dog. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's that's, it. That, that, that's all I got there, except I, I did do the story earlier, and I'll remind you about the Britain-based uh, plant food company for dogs that wants to pay you over $6,000 to sniff uh, your dog's poop. Oh, well, yeah. I've, uh, I've already uh, come to terms that I could do that. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a uh, great uncle. Uh, well, he wasn't that great, but he was like, you know, good enough, uh, you know, <laughs> entitled. He was the great uncle. A decent uncle. And uh, he had a dog named Credge. That was jerk spelled backwards. Hmm. Well, that's a good, uh, that's yeah. a good one. So yeah. you can, I like uh, that. Yeah. Well, uh, come here, Cuff. Come here. Come here. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what yeah. you did there. Yeah, yeah. that's going to take me a little bit of time to spell that uh, backwards. <laughs> yeah, he, was, uh, he wasn't that great. He was uh, eventually arrested for things he shouldn't have been doing. Well, yeah, they, listen, as long as he was good to his dog, he was good to his dog, wasn't he? Yes, but not human beings. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah. That's understandable, yeah, by the right. way. Well, people are more uh, susceptible to be taken care of yes. their uh, animals than they are their humans. <laughs> it's uh, 856 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102.